0: This is Michael Jai White, and you're listening to True North Nerds.
1: Set your phases to sexy.
2: Hey, you reading comic books? Like the way you look, like the way you.
0: No, I, I did a quick that's sound why we test That's didn't say
3: anything bad about Gavin
0: <laughs> Now he's going to be wondering What bad things we said, oh, said are you about. recording that's now? Why, now I'm recording this yes.
2: <laughs> He I, will never know I was waiting so I could do this <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm not sure if we if violated If you want that beer Canadian sound to be your beer I Why? I opened up a can of pop
3: oh, If you want that mm. sound to be your pop Sponsor us <laughs>
0: That's true. I will take beer company money. I will take money from almost anybody.
3: (laughs) You're allowed to drink and record podcasts.
0: I know. (laughs) Who's going to stop me? So welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of True North Nerds. Yeah. Hello! And a special welcome to any of you new listeners who might have come in via the Michael Jai White train. That seems to be plowing retweets of our show. That's good. uh, We did an interview with him. Well, I, I did an interview so with the, him. But.
3: This is the no pressure episode where we're like, please keep listening to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, give uh-huh. us another chance. We are chance. so good. <laughs> well, we try.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so the interview turned out okay, I think. It yeah, no, it sounded, sounded good. good to me. Yeah.
3: I haven't listened to it yet.
0: Uh, Michael. Michael's a, <laughs> he's very like... Um, after the interview ended, we spoke for like a, probably another 10, 15 minutes, and him just going on about how he wants to get the fans involved as much as possible. Well, that, that, that was coming That's across nice. in the interview it was too. Real it was really heavy. big yeah. about
2: wanting you know the fan participation and fan participation and yeah. doing it for the fans. And my only, and I already told, my only th- issue with the release was that it, i felt it ended
0: abruptly but that yeah, was me that, being backseat editor well yeah no <laughs> actually yeah but it was cuz he kind of he kind of reiterated some stuff after that and it was one of those things that was like uh like i didn't he kind of had already said it already, so yeah. I oh no, know. I wouldn't yeah. even mind that. Yeah, I yeah. just was I was expecting to hear your voice again, being all, like, "Hi, everybody." We also find got us a, here. We also got a very nice uh, liner from the gentleman. Oh, nice! That, that the, the, our fans heard at the start of this episode because I'm going to throw it on at the start. <laughs> nice. So, uh, the the one thing I will say, uh, like a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. So, using uh, a service which patches you in, right? Mm-hmm. The service they were using had the best hold music ever. Oh, jeez. Because they had spent money and had a, I want to say, five to six minute country song. About a guy waiting on hold, <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> written and performed specifically for their thing. I have it recorded. I won't put it on here before copyright purposes, yeah. but uh, I will play it for you guys at some point because it was it was one of those things that like it suddenly comes on and it's like hey, and then you start to clue into what all the lyrics are, and by the end of it, I was howling.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> like the um, we started watching the Joel McHale show on Netflix with Joel McHale. Starring
2: Joel McHale. (laughs) And the
3: the end credits is hilarious. Why doesn't anybody ever listen to the end credits on Netflix? It's basically the name of the song. (laughs) It's really funny. Well, Well, usually because Netflix skips
0: past it for you. And then the third episode, it's the same song, but he changed up the lyrics to the you haven't even noticed that I've changed some of the lyrics (laughs) to the song. It's
3: great. I noticed.
4: (laughs) That reminds me of the old Gary Shandling show theme song do you, remember, do you remember the gary shandling show no. it was a sitcom where he knew he was in a sitcom and he would talk to the audience
0: okay no i don't i remember the yeah. uh the the one where he's doing the talk show uh oh larry that's sanders. the larry sanders
4: show this was before that this was yeah. the gary shandling show and the theme song was um this is the theme to gary show the opening theme to gary show gary called me up the last if i would write his theme song
0: <laughs> nice. that's pretty solid <laughs> So, uh, with us uh, is the uh, the OG crew of Kevin. Hello, uh, Ryan. I was about to take a drink from my big pop. Chug, pop. chug, chug, and Jen. Hello, and I'm Brent. Um, so we'll start off this episode like we start every episode with a bit of news, Ryan. What is going on in the world of nerddom?
2: <sighs> well, I, as I dove deep into the web last night. Trying to find something to talk about, I ended up with a, uh, a few things. And as always, the news is what I find newsworthy. So it's up to everybody else if we you don't trust like you. it. Uh, so the big news was we're going to get to see Avengers a week early.
0: Yeah. I haven't heard any explanation for it. Has anybody read anything? It about opens why?
4: everywhere else in the world that week.
0: Yeah. Uh, so wow. that way we don't get spoiled. Okay. So it's piracy blocking. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now, as a result of this, there's been a bunch of other movies moving around.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> nothing wants to be on that weekend. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> it's like the cockroaches scrambling when the lights come on. <laughs>
2: the one I noticed I saw this morning was uh, Rampage, the Rocks, oh, the Rock's movie movie. movie based it was off already a classic arcade game. Yeah. It was already I guess the week before I think it was coming out on the twentieth. And so they've now that's only one week in between it and Avengers, so it's moved itself up a whole week to come out. So it gives it a two week buffer before the Avengers yeah. come out. Yeah. Uh, the funniest one though was uh, uh, is it uh, Amy Schumer has that new movie uh, Pretty Girl or what oh the
0: the one where she where she, she gets hit in the head and gorgeous. thinks she's... yes yep. so
2: I guess that is coming out on the twenty seventh. Well, it was yeah. And she's got a funny, you know, I saw it online, I guess it was a response to the, uh, well, I guess the way the Avengers one was announced was uh, a series of tweets between, like, Disney marketing and Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's okay, yeah, it's marketing, it's all set up, it wasn't organic, but it was made to look, it was different than the big, you know, trailer announcement, or big yeah. fanfare, and so she just kind of, like, replied to, like, one of the tweets, like, following the thread, she's like kind of like, um, oh, okay, I I... I'm not afraid of your movie either, but I, I guess I'll kind of move mine now. And <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. But so that's moved. That's another. So it's a bit, and I guess oh, there was a, something. something oh, I'm not sure. I think something may have moved up to the May weekend. Because now that was you know, that's Free Comic Book Day weekend. Yeah. Usually there's a, know, a Marvel movie, but now there's not. Yeah. So I, don't know, I think I might have read well, something that's else moved be up, one but at the box I'm sure it'll still be serious. yeah.
0: Because yeah. uh, well, look at Black Panther. Black Panther's what done three weeks in a row now. At, at, least, at number yeah, one, uh, yeah, and I uh, it might get toppled this weekend. I don't know. I don't know how because isn't. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Wrinkle in time. It doesn't that come out this but week. Wrinkle
4: in time opens on fr- this yeah, Friday as I, I, we're recording.
0: I, and since I don't have cable, I don't know how how well that's getting pumped out at this point. I well, don't they hyped know. They it at the Oscars. Yeah. Well,
2: I have cable, and the little bit of cable I've been watching, I haven't seen really much, much for of commercials it? for yeah. it. I see the commercials more on uh, like watching YouTube or something like that. I, the, the trailer I've pops up every so often. It looks
0: like it's going to be good, but well, it's I mean, uh, like, unfortunately it just might get buried lost. a little.
4: I follow a lot of Disney fan blogs, mm. so it's getting hyped a lot over there.
0: Yeah. Bless, Bless you. <coughs>
4: Excuse me. All but right. I was surprised not to see much in the way of a promotion for that movie at the Disney store the other day when I was in there.
0: Well, they, I, it's a hard movie to, like, can't really do you a lot. You don't want an toy Oprah toy action toy.
1: figure?
0: <laughs> I'm amazed there's not an Oprah action figure of some sort. <laughs> Well,
2: I bet you if you look around on the net, you'll find
0: one. Well, there's customs, guaranteed, yeah. but yeah.
2: Uh, so sticking with Marvel movie news, uh, Black Panther has officially now um, in the top 10 highest grossing films domestically, mm. having earned over $500 million in North America alone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that movie's making bank.
0: It, it, for all those people who naysayed and like was like, there's no audience for this movie. Well, there you go, buddy. Yep. <laughs> there's a big audience for this movie who will go see it more than once because oh, now yeah. you're starting to get in those numbers, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so movie news, who, Star Wars digital release will be coming out probably the day this is released. It comes out next. Well, for, we're recording on a Tuesday. It comes out next Tuesday, the thirteenth. Yeah. That's the digital release for so Last Jedi for yeah. Last Jedi. Last Jedi, uh, and it's the home release for Justice League. The hard, you know, physical media, yeah. Blu-ray, DVD. When you say
4: digital release, you mean like buy it on Apple or Apple, Apple iTunes. but it won't show up on
2: Netflix no. yet. No, no. they got to make that that sales yeah, yeah, money yeah, yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, there was something else coming out that I noticed. It's amazing how that has now become more no.
0: important than the physical sales. Yeah, because it, it, it shows up a couple weeks before, and then like, and that's for everything these days. It's not just Star Wars.
4: It's probably just to block piracy. Yeah,
0: it, it's probably yeah. some strategy that works somehow. Yeah. To me, that I, I would think that would make that worse. But
4: yeah, I've never bought a digital copy of anything online. I've rented. Yeah, uh, from like Cineplex. In fact, last night we rented Dunkirk and watched that. Oh yeah, uh, what do you think? Well, actually, my dad watched it. I had I had to oh. go out. <laughs> my dad saw the Oscars, saw a clip of it on the Oscars, and said, "I think I'd really like to see that Dunkirk movie." I'm like, "Okay, let's find you the Dunkirk movie." And
0: yeah, and Ryan and I saw it. We, yeah, we it was liked great it. Great on the
2: big screen. Yeah, very much a big theater. Like go to the theater for that movie. Yeah, between the sound and then the uh, just some of the the shots of just the yeah. the, 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 giant, the long landscape.
0: My dad didn't like it. I was kind. I of I can surprised. understand my dad, his, his thing was that the time. Yeah thing he's like why why it's like they didn't have to do that my dad
4: told me he it wasn't the movie he was expecting yeah no
0: he
2: probably was expecting a movie where you know with a more with a distinct start middle finish yeah i don't know not uh the way it's shot there's like three different stories Mm -hmm. you're following and the timelines are for each one are intermingled okay so like you'll be in a sequence with the gut with like the old guy leaving Britain on a boat to go and pick Pete you know and his sons. And you'll see them go from daylight to nighttime. And then you're in a plane with the same guy with the other guys in the plane and it's just been uh, daylight or the guys on the beach. Yeah. And it's like the time is all over the place.
0: Oh, that's annoying. And you then you have to kind of pay attention yeah. or else you lose it.
2: And it was I didn't catch it, but I guess at the very beginning it does say, you know, so many days, minutes, hours or something like this. And if you think about it, the different timelines and the different stories meet, meet up with each one of those mm. different sequences.
3: That seems confusing. I, I didn't see it. <clears throat> Bless you. I didn't see it because it looked like it was going to be too real. Like I,
2: oh if you if drowning, you have a, yeah. yeah if you have a fear of draft, if you're claustrophobic
0: it's not a yeah. movie to see oh <laughs>
3: and that's why I was like no you know it looks beautiful and it looks really interesting but I can't watch people drown it just ugh.
0: yeah Christopher Nolan is one of those filmmakers who I will always check out his movies I don't necessarily will like them all the time or like them as much as the last one but he's he always tries to do something which is something to kind of give credit for these days yeah, you know man. what I mean he did like. Whether it works or fails, at least he gave it a shot.
2: Yeah, yeah. And see, so that gives me a perfect segue to what I didn't write down, but I thought of on the way here. uh Oh, the Oscars were on the weekend. Yes, yep. they were. And I did what? Not watch any of it. And a director that we all love, or at least enjoy. Oh, yeah, that's oh. true. One oh, for yeah. best for best director and best picture. Yeah. And I don't know. Have you guys watched Shape of Water yet? No,
0: I haven't sat down and watched it. I've I just, re- I've really just seen to, the but.
3: honest trailer.
2: It's a fucking weird movie.
3: <laughs> well, it's a Guillermo, <laughs> it's del, Toro Guillermo movie. del Toro movie. Exactly. <laughs> did you expect it to not be? No,
2: <laughs> but I don't know. I I'll be honest. I did start to doze off in the middle of it. Oh, okay. But it was also I started watching it at like nine o'clock on a Saturday night. Mm. It's was two hours long. It's it's a fantasy love movie with. A swamp monster and a mute woman
0: I really want to see yeah. it I, I like it's weird that like you know there's there is like always that sort of thought from people in, in like the nerddom sphere of like oh they never didn't nominate big action movies and stuff like that but if you look at who was nominated it's got like a lot of geek cred in there yeah. oh yeah You're the guy who directed uh, three Batman movies yeah. you have Guillermo del Toro, who wears his geek art on his sleeve, and then sends it on tour as part of an art exhibit. Yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> Jordan Peele was nominated for a he essentially won. a suspense horror movie, and he won. You know, and like
2: well, which which one did he write? One or, uh, best, uh, best original best screen screenplay. Original screenplay. That's the one that Logan was also nominated
0: for, right? No, no, no I was that, adapted. Adapted because I guess it's sort of based on a comic book. Question mark? Yes. Is what that what they're calling it for a that d- one? Do you know? I know it wasn't uh, Logan because we wouldn't have heard
2: it about dark? it. No. Oh. Uh, I just it. It, the it. internets. Meanwhile, um, I don't know. I'm lost.
3: I just got to say, while we're waiting for uh, Kevin to look this up, that Serena, when you listen to this, you're being very distracting by sending me funny texts. I almost <laughs> burst out laughing <laughs> while you guys were talking. <laughs> She's going to hear this and give herself a high five, I'm sure. Oh, I'm
2: sure she will.
0: Uh, Now she's
3: sending me suggestions for the second part of our podcast. Oh,
0: there you go. Um, (laughs) Okay. Uh, You got anything else newsworthy? Oh,
2: there's all kinds of new stuff. I just was trying to think if there's anything else, Oscars. Um, So let's see. So we got. Oh, did you guys watch the Wreck It Rolf trailer? Yes. Yes.
3: Oh, my God. I can't wait for that movie. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I haven't watched it yet. I've watched Uh, it like five times. It was actually the. um,
4: uh, Oh. James Ivory won and it was for the movie about the young guy who goes to Italy and falls in love with Oh these, uh, when, uh call
0: me by my name. Call me the, by uh, your uh, name. Call me
3: by the
0: your <laughs> name. Army Hammer Hammer movie where they had to digitally remove his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: had
0: no Who likes short shorts? Army Hammer likes short shorts. Censors oh. do not. We were just finished okay. watching they, the uh
3: the honest trailers uh goes to the Oscars and that's what they did it yeah
2: was, i, it was
0: in the I great, haven't seen that yet in
3: the great italian shirt short <laughs> of shirt shortage of 1971 Aha.
0: <laughs> it's a uh, yeah i read the article during the summer completely forgotten about it until on his trailers brought it up again i don't think it's like the entire movie but there's one or two scenes where apparently uh number one or number two kind of sticks out of his short shorts a little bit and they had to go in with a. Digital brush and clean it out.
2: Hopefully, they I did a better bad job with that, that guy,
0: <laughs> the guy
3: who had to. It's go. a
2: living. Now I wonder how <laughs> the, the removal, the digitally removing his balls, looks versus digitally removing Superman's mustache, because that gave Superman a real stiff upper lip. So.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <thank you.
2: laughs>
3: I just, yeah, the guys would be like, what do you mean I have to go in and remove his balls? But the other guy got to just do a mustache. This isn't fair. (laughs) Or gal, I should say.
2: Uh, So, Uh, okay, moving on from the (laughs) the disappearing (laughs) balls. Uh, So Brent and I spent a bunch of money on the weekend because there were new toys released last weekend.
0: Yeah. New and Avengers Infinity and Infinity toys were yes. released. The Ooh. whole nine yards of them came out. Yep.
2: So Marvel, yeah, Marvel was hitting the toy shelves hard with the Spider-Man stuff, Deadpool stuff, Avengers stuff. I bought a big toy, but and it you only didn't cost bring me. It over, 20- I might. Add. I didn't bring it over because I didn't come from home. Uh, I didn't want to bring it to work with me today. Then up to my parents' house, then back to your place. You
0: should just wear it all the time. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, doesn't have the, the the grip necessary. Ryan bought the Infinity Gauntlet, ladies and gentlemen. Yes.
3: And now Brent can go and play with it and doesn't have to buy his own because <laughs> it's expensive.
2: <laughs> hey, that's what gift cards are for. Yeah. Yes. Well, if
3: Brent got a gift card like like how nope. you did, I would totally. Support my
2: my you job paid that, for it,
3: but it's expensive. But
0: one of the interesting things we discovered with the new toys is one of the toys is a Nerf version of Thor's hammer. Okay, of his new hammer, oh. which looks—it's potential in style spoilers, potential the, spoilers. Yeah, it's similar in style to the the Ultimates hammer, so it's okay. hammer on one side, kind of axe on the other, a little bit, <laughs> which also
2: does look like Stormbringer.
0: Yeah, so it, it does have that axe. Here's the Shape. the two interesting parts is we've seen in photos from like kind of distances and stuff that the axe kind of looks like it's got a wooden handle to it. And this Nerf toy does. It looks
2: like I a know, wooden I, handle like a branch
0: or oh. like maybe a part of Groot. Like oh. it, it, it's got like that viney, twisty look to it. It could just be something from somewhere else or off the world tree, or well, who like it could be anything, but it's we like, only
3: have
4: to wait until next month now to find
0: it, yeah. Yes, but the other thing is, is the hammer is oh, sorry, the hammer is called Stormbreaker, which is traditionally the oh, yes, name Breaker, of beta ray bills, right? Hammer. So it could. Toys are a crapshoot. It's a 50-50 shot, whether they mean anything or not. Unless it's Lego, Lego spoils everything. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I thought it was interesting at any rate when I saw it. And the other thing is is Thor isn't missing his eye on the packaging.
2: No. But that hammer does show up in other toy things. Yes. Uh, It is in the Lego
0: set. Yeah. Well, we know that. Yeah, I mean, more the name that yeah. could have just labeled it for the sake of labeling it something. It's we've seen that before on tons of things. Yeah, that's
2: true.
3: I was gonna say I'm glad that we got that gift card for uh, Cineplex, and I used some air miles to get us more gift cards for Cineplex. So, yeah. nice. yay, movies! <laughs>
2: Uh, another movie we have to wait for a whole year before it's out, that New Mutants, that got pushed back to next year, yeah. mm. apparently is going back into production this summer.
3: Is that oh. the new X-Men?
2: Yes, the new X-Men. The one that's supposed to be like a horror movie with the girl from uh, Game of Thrones.
3: It's supposed to be a horror movie. No, the
0: New Mutants, not the New X. Not X. Yeah, There's it's a, another. There is X-Men another X Men movie, X-Men movie oh, coming sorry. out as well. An X-Men There's an X
2: Men movie in October November. Yeah, that one's the Dark Phoenix. Right. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, sorry. No, not There's that. also X-Men. the New Mutants. A new different X Men. <laughs> a different New, new Mutant. X Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because
3: this isn't getting confusing now.
2: Nope. Not at <laughs> all. Uh And apparently, part of the reshoots is going to be adding a whole new character to the movie.
4: Legion or um, uh, what's it? Not Legion. Um,
0: uh, oh God! Warlock. That that was one of the rumors that pops up because he has mentioned that he wants Warlock in the sequel. Like the the director has mentioned this. Um, he, didn't he say? And I thought I read a quote that it's somebody tied to the New Mutants from like the. Oh no, wait! I'm thinking of something completely different. Never mind. Okay. I'm thinking of the comic book series that's coming out. I didn't hear anything about superstar? who it is. Yeah, uh, uh, local superstar Adam Gorham is drawing it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Local superstar. Well, uh, he's getting big. I, I call him that because uh, he's local. But he's he's getting quite a name under his belt at this point. Yeah. And we we you have a painting of Sailor Moon done by I him. I know.
3: We really got to get it framed.
0: <laughs> Along with all the rest of the artwork you have we in really the binder. We really
3: need a house with more walls.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Or at least bigger walls And bigger cool. empty walls We should walls.
3: close up Some of these windows Natural light <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a house right there anyways. blocks all the natural light <laughs> We
3: don't need that window It's fine uh, it's,
0: it's
2: a little sorry. weird
0: push it, Pushing it back that far And adding a yeah. new character Well at least
2: now It makes more sense Why they pushed it back A whole year
0: Yeah Because the, they're going to be Doing a lot of reshooting Apparently but. For a movie f-
2: that's already Got a trailer out That's
0: Yeah Yeah a trailer everybody's forgotten about, though. Weirdly, like yep. it, it's I, I only saw it in theaters like once.
4: Oh, I, I, well, probably I then, never uh, saw it in theaters unless you count the
2: wall of the Oshawa Public Library a theater.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs>
2: uh oh, there was that Neil Gaiman announcement. Yeah, I want. You, to you guys know more that. about that than I do. What yeah, you,
3: what Neil Gaiman announced? So this uh, Neil Gaiman
2: announcement.
4: Neil Gaiman released a video on YouTube. Uh, and it was also
0: partly because
4: of Emerald City Comic Con was last weekend out in Seattle.
3: Yeah, I want to go to that one. Year. Mm,
0: it's 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 supposedly a really good. Call. Yeah, we
3: and one, year. Uh, one thing
4: that was announced was the Sandman universe. So it is a new a series of Vertigo series. There will be four of them, which have all spun off from uh, the Sandman. Uh, Neil himself has. We'll be curating like he's it. Handpicked the authors, Ooh,
0: and uh, one of them I can guarantee you was his uh, his go. So there
4: will be four. There will be um, sort of an, an umbrella book, uh, sort of one shot called the "Sandman Universe" that comes out in August. Uh, the other uh, Neil Gaiman's plotted the book. The other four writers are Nalo Hopkinson.
0: Who is a uh, sci-fi She's a, and fantasy based writer. in Toronto? Yep, no. Oh, awesome. She
4: wrote uh, Brown Girl in the Ring, which is a fantastic book that's set in a near future Toronto.
0: And uh, he's long been like a champion of hers, yeah. like awesome. it, like does quotes for the back of her book, oh, stuff man, like that. that must like be
3: amazing for her.
4: Yeah,
3: Cat uh, Howard,
4: Cy Spurrier, and Daniel Waters. Uh, it's going to have a cover by Jay Lee, and uh, the setup of the story hook is that 23 years after being appointed the lord of dreams, Daniel has gone missing and chaos is uh, raining uh, across the dreaming. So the four spin-off books will be The Dreaming, which is written by Spurrier, House of Whispers, which is, you know, DC has those house books or house, house of mystery, secrets, and house, house of, of mystery. mystery. This is a new one called The House of Whispers and okay. that's the one Nalo Hopkinson is writing. Um uh, what's, uh, Cat Howard is writing the books of magic, which brings back Ooh, that series yeah. and that young magician character who was sort of Harry Potter before there was a yeah. Harry Potter. Tim Hunter. Tim Hunter. I couldn't remember his name. Thank you. And the last one that, uh, that Daniel Waters is writing is a, re, uh, a relaunch of Lucifer which also had spun out of uh, yeah. Sandman originally.
3: Ooh, that's fantastic. Uh,
4: they, he said in his uh, video that was released uh, that it's because this year is the 30th anniversary of Sandman and the 25th anniversary of the founding of Vertigo Comics. Yep. So uh, this is what they're doing in I a big I, way. I, I can d-
3: honestly say that Sandman is the comic or the graphic novel that got me into graphic novels and Neil Gaiman. Yeah. So
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah outside I mean,
3: of like Archie and manga, that's what got me into it.
4: Uh, that that book was so influential.
3: Oh, it's so good. And
4: uh, yeah, I I I read it. I read it in issues. You're not but, read it. Oh, for you yet? read it. In no, I've never read not it. not Aww, from the beginning. Oh, okay. Fantastic. But I found a few. I found a few cop issues. Know. Of the early in the run in a used bookstore in Waterloo when I was going to school down there mm. or Kitchener, and I went. Oh, these are really interesting. And went back and read all the trades. So. So, yeah, so that is that was the huge comic news that came out of Emerald yeah, City. City. It's one of those things that, like, uh,
2: yeah, it's <laughs> what Why is this making
3: sound? Stop it. <laughs> <it's laughs> what on are you doing? I'm
2: talking over Jen's phone. <laughs> but the song's
3: on mute. I don't
2: Oh, jeez. <laughs> So the keeps on, on calling, calling me, me
0: Down the road Apparently he just put well, his oh, plays the, the, the Littlest Hobo theme song For any oh. Americans out there They have the no idea what on, we're st- talking my about My
3: phone's on silent I don't know why it did that
0: I'm
2: allergic to your house today for some reason Because <sighs> the, to the theme to the, the Littlest way. Hobo Is more powerful than any mute
0: <laughs> Of any cell phone Sandman's one of those series that I love so much That I just kind of Sometimes I wish they would just kind of leave it alone Like, every time you hear something about it... And none of it's really been bad. Like, um, I want to say it was before New 52, Death appeared in an issue of Action Comics. Yep. And, And the thing is with Neil Gaiman's Sandman stuff is due to the rights agreement he worked out with them when he first signed his first contract, anything they do with Sandman has to go through Neil. He has to stamp his approval on it. Hence why... There was a character called Kid Endless that was supposed to make its debut that was an androgynous character that had the powers of the Endless. The the Sandman and his family Okay, was supposed to be a superhero in the DC Universe. Bleeding Cool leaked the announcement and even tagged on it. We wonder if Neil's heard about this one. And... All talk of that character disappeared (laughs) shortly after.
3: Which is good because that sounds like a terrible character.
0: That's because it is. (laughs) It (laughs) It sounds terrible. If you're going to try and weave the Sandman universe into the DC universe, you do it kind of like how they've been doing it as of late in metal and stuff through dream sequences and. like very on the outskirts, well, you don't put those characters you in say the main that, but, you.
4: but the Justice League appeared in the first arc of the same
2: book.
0: Yeah, I think you can do the reverse. You can't do like it's a double standard. I know. Could you
2: put him in Justice League Dark? <sighs> Not. I feel like the the description really. that you had that of the it was that kid wizard. I feel Jim like he, m- he may could have fit pu- in, shown there. up in some of the newer, well, in that early run of Constantine, yeah. maybe. Tim, or Justice League. Yeah, Tim's dark.
0: one of those characters that they really haven't had much idea what to do with ever since that original mini series finished. They did an ongoing which was good, but then they kind of rebooted it at one point. It, like what, not don't reboot, they bo- but kind of like restarted it so gave people a clean place to jump on, and th- and it just completely lost its way. Oh. And ever mm-hmm. since then they don't quite know what to do with Tim. Because of what Kevin said is, he's kind of like Harry Potter, but he came before Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a, an English kid with glasses who's, like, the world's most powerful wizard. <laughs> he was And just yeah.
2: happened to have
4: a scar over his eye, the except was a flower. The original book's magic miniseries was basically uh, just a walk through DC's magic characters. Yeah. Uh, he was. The, I know
3: Constantine when it was. Constantine yeah, was one that's, of was the, my There introduction were four, and four Phantom issues
4: Strangers and in there. Four. There were four issues and four characters who walked him through. There was Constantine, Phantom Stranger. I want to say it was Mister E and
2: Zatanna. Oh, that's a great yeah. name, Mister E. That's
0: a that's a, <laughs> steep a mystery Dico, uh, character.
2: <laughs> wah,
0: wah. But the the funny part is is. Because, like, as an anecdote, people brought up to Neil when Harry Potter started getting popular. Well, aren't you pissed off about this? He's like, no, because uh, if I'm pissed off about that, Roger zelani has got to be pissed off about me ripping off his characters for my comic Because <laughs> he had borrowed some ideas from, uh, oh, it's one of Roger Zelani's fantasy magic series. Uh, the name Amber? escapes me. Yeah, it could be.
3: It's the thing is, I I, I did a course in this in university. There's no such thing as an original story anymore. No, no. There's just takes on the the main stories that exist. Yeah. So, I mean, everything is influenced by everything and related to everything in some way, so.
0: But with, uh, how do you pronounce it? Nilo? Nalo? Nalo. Nalo Nalo Hopkins. With her on board... And Neil kind of shepherding it a little bit. I have more faith in it than I would otherwise.
3: I'm super looking forward to that now.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I'll get it in Floppy or Trade. Probably Trade. That's a book that I'll read better in Trade, I think.
2: Yeah. It's nice to have it all together.
0: Yeah. What else you got there? Ryan, uh, to finish things off before we go into trying the Trying to think. Uh, I
2: don't know if we mentioned this. I, I looked at the timeline. I think this happened just after we recorded our last episode. But uh, Josh Whedon has stepped away from the Batgirl movie. Yes. Because he had no uh, no story.
0: Good for him. Yeah. yeah. You know what? It's a, I, I love the idea that he didn't just write out some piece of crap or yeah. got another writer to go in and then just direct it for the paycheck. Way He's, to have
3: artistic integrity.
0: Or at least a little bit, yeah. you know. And to be fair, and DC don't seem to have a problem with it. Of course, he no. also did rewrites on Justice League, so maybe there, maybe that was the
2: uh, yeah, the little you know yeah, the, Okay, well, at fine. at least we
0: got some work out of him. Yeah. And in in that case, and you never know, he might come back and do something else with yep. them. Yep. Or he might come
3: up with a Batgirl story and be like, oh, yeah, never mind. I, I came up now. with something awesome.
0: He's probably moved on to the next
2: idea of yeah. doing whatever. Yeah. But now that we're not. Going to be getting probably a Batgirl movie anytime soon. Uh, I wonder if they'll allow Batgirl onto the D- Supergirl show. I think super yeah. I think it would work as a way of introducing Bat characters onto those TV shows, since they won't let Batman come out and play.
0: Well, and we know that. Um, well, we, we Robin know Robin that, on uh, Robin
2: slash Nightwing is on that t- that Teen Titans yeah, and show.
0: What's her face is now. It's it's been set, uh the the girlfriend who was the fiance, who's also she's oh, the actress Maggie. Yeah, Maggie Sawyer. She's now being she's written off another. the show. Oh, she's pretty sure.
2: well, and then she's already she's moving on to something else. She signed on with yeah. She uh, signed
0: on to another show, and she's still doing flashbacks for Lethal Weapon too. So
2: yeah. Oh, is she the wife in Lethal Weapon? Yeah, I did I not realize that.
3: That's then. why she looks so familiar. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh.
3: The whole time I'm like, God, I know that girl. Where's she from? Huh. huh. That's such a good show.
2: The Lethal Weapon show. Oh, I, know. I love that show. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's so good. Okay.
2: Okay, so, and then really, the, I had a few other things, but the only thing that really matters, there's a new official Star Wars timeline that's been released through the Random House Del Rey books.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And so it has put...
0: What is canon and what is
2: not? Pretty much, but it's, like it's put the solo story as taking place 11 to 14 years before A New Hope.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, that mm. sounds about right. Yeah. I think.
2: Just for all those people, wh- which then, if that's the case, how many years are there between? Um, there's only like Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Well, I guess it all depends. Is Luke 16 or 18?
0: Who knows? So there's oh, what yeah. they've up those ages so badly. Yeah.
2: Like, so if you think of the 16 to 18 years between, right? Because Luke was Sith born in and, and New in Hope, Sith, yeah. yeah. And if this is so, this is like five, you know, anywhere from two to five years into the, into the reign of the Empire. Right.
1: Yeah,
2: and then Rebels, Rebels takes place fourteen years after, uh, after Return, uh, return of the Sith, Revenge of the Revenge Sith. Of sorry, the Sith? okay, right? Because that's what they say. Because it takes place a few, only like a yeah. few years before New Hope. Which so, but
3: Le- Leia's in Rebels. So how old is Leia in Rebels? She
0: is only a teenager in Rebels. Yeah, Yeah.
3: because the book that I just read. They don't show
0: her age in that or say her age in that. The book that that I
3: just read, which is going to be my geek pick, so here's a little advanced thing, (laughs) um, has her uh, joining the Rebellion or learning about the Rebellion at the age of 16.
0: Okay, so in Rebels, she's got to be 16. So she's got
3: to be at least 16 then, Reverence. so that
2: means they're that means they're probably pushing it out to eighteen for a new hope. Yeah, yeah. because or, um, yeah. because she's the same age as Luke. Yeah, you hope so. Well, considering we maybe saw them why, the maybe same... that's why maybe that's why Padme died. Yeah, there's, a whole, <laughs> a whole time, there's a whole time thing in the birth, and not a broken heart.
3: Yeah, the two years difference between birthing her twins. That's awkward.
0: <laughs> well, somebody somebody worked that out with science too. Like depending on. <laughs> How the rotations around their sun, Alderon did, and shit like that. Like, can it, like it's stuff that was way over my head. But I'm like, if you're yeah, if you're seeing, fuck it, it's a sixteen a
2: sixteen year old on one planet isn't necessarily a sixteen year old on the other planet. He's because, got a
0: lightsaber. It's a laser <laughs> that actually stops at a finite point.
3: Actually, you know what? That's that's a valid point. Like the years <laughs> on Alderon could be totally different than the year on yeah. Tatooine. Tatooine.
0: But it wouldn't so matter
2: because they were both boring at the same time. Even if one floated around in space. Well, there is the whole, you know, as you travel faster, then you,
4: then time is different. Yeah, and but I, just because... I think that Leia science. probably spent more time on spaceships than Luke did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Luke never left saturated
2: <laughs> so...
3: Scientifically speaking, so because be we're younger. all scientists, they could be born at the same time on separate, pl- and then go to separate planets, and one be older than the other. <laughs> the, yes,
0: so um, because science, I love that theory. <laughs> Before we get into the uh, the big thrust of the show this week, oh um, Oh, you one, got one.
4: What? What? Two more little ones. Did we? Did we ever talk about what Bendis was doing at DC? They announced what his debut book is going to be at I Emerald City. I want to say we
0: did, but you go ahead. So I don't remember if we. He's did
4: taking that. over the Superman books.
0: Yes, we talked yeah, about that. Yeah, and his yeah. first his first book will be
4: coming out in April, and it's Action Comics One Thousand.
0: Yeah, which is which the,
4: makes a whole lot of
2: sense,
0: and that's also a giant anthology book. So well, you there's, no, to there's two. There's of, oh, there's two of them.
2: This one thousand. Yeah. And then there's the one thousand anthology, like hardcover, collecting all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's
0: the one I want because it's got short stories from like everybody. Yeah.
4: So kinda want both. He's taking over action and Superman.
0: Kind of disappointing to be honest. Like I think he will do a great job on Superman. Like, don't get me wrong there. It's just like well, duh. You know what I mean? I, I would have kind of liked to see... Zatanna you know, or something, like that, like something, whole, something a little different. bit out, out of left field. And his
4: Jinx World books are now going to be an imprint of DC.
0: Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me. I anybody.
2: wouldn't mind seeing some more Powers stories. I, I don't think he has the time
0: to do no, them. No, I'm sure Maybe he doesn't. Well, him but and Michael Avon-Oming, the, yeah. the guy who draws them all. Uh, that's what series that lost me, though. I the mean, they a, start talking about what's-his-face, the, the cop as a caveman superhero and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know this, if I got that far. Uh, that's a, I, I got lost on that, that point. I enjoyed the... Uh, I'm not joking, Jen.
2: Did you watch the the, that the, actually, the Sony oh. PlayStation TV the series, Powers? No. no.
0: I guess it hasn't been renewed. I don't,
2: no, it hasn't been on for a couple years. I think it was two seasons and that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. It you know, started off a little slow, but by the end of the first season and into this, I was like... I'm on board. I, I would watch, keep watching this. No. I uh, guess I was the only one, though.
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a PlayStation, so...
2: Neither do I.
4: Anyway, uh, the other thing I wanted to briefly talk on is a little theme park news. Mm. Um... Uh, for a park that's not close to here at all, uh, Disneyland Paris, uh, la la. the Disney company, uh, Bob Iger announced last week that he is going to be investing two billion euros into Disneyland wow. Paris's second park, which is called Disney Studios, Walt Disney Studios, and. Part of the refreshing of that park will be three new lands that will be bu- built in the park. One is Marvel, one is Star Wars, and the third is Frozen.
2: Woohoo! <laughs> Where in
4: France? Is it in, in Paris? It's just outside, of, outside Paris. of Paris. It's a quick
2: What's train the ride climate from? like in Paris? Are they get winter. Nice. Do they get snow? Yep. Are they open year-round? Yep. There are some lovely
4: pictures of Disneyland Paris in the snow.
3: But so does Tokyo. I mean, so, the Tokyo, they, don't they don't get
2: the amount of snow that we get. Ah, Toronto doesn't <laughs> get the amount of snow we yeah, get. Yeah. So they could easily build a southern Ontario Disneyland. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I just saying. That,
0: they would have to find land for it. That yeah, would yeah, there's the land part.
2: out there. But yeah, so uh, they already announced. schools?
4: They already just announced pow. that they're turning the um, Aerosmith roller coaster into an Iron Man roller coaster. So uh, and uh, but they're investing two billion euros into that park Hmm. because it needs some help.
3: I think that Disney should pay for us to go to Disneyland Paris in
4: 2023 when it's finished in
3: 2023 when it's finished.
0: Yeah, but really, by then
3: we're going to be huge. Kevin's, <laughs>
0: Kevin's the only one who's been to all these parks. So what they should do is they should send us to each of the parks leading up to that. Oh, that's so we true. have a fair comparison of all the <laughs> Disney. I'm
2: not even asking for that much. I just want to go to Star Wars Land when it's built in Florida. Toy
4: Story Land. They gave it. They gave an official opening date for Toy Story Land in Florida, and they started advertising it. It was there was a commercial for it on the Oscars, and it's going to open June 30th of this year. Yeah, oh, my, wow.
3: my sister was just there with her two kids and. They had, um, I guess, in the area outside of where Toy Story Land is going to be, they had a lot of like the props and things. So yeah. she took a lot of nice pictures of yeah. like the oversized toys all over the place. Yeah,
4: I, I don't expect there to be quite the excitement over Toy Story Land as there was over Pandora last year. I
0: think it could be
3: cool though.
4: It's cute, uh, but there are two attractions one is a, a small roller coaster. Uh, that's got slinky dogs as the cars.
0: Maybe oh, nice. So should we mark this episode as this is the start of our campaign to be the official Canadian podcaster of Star Wars Land Disney World? <laughs> yes.
4: Yes. Uh, and the other ride they're building at um, for Toy Story Land is called Alien Swirling Saucers, and it's sort of a Tilt-A-Whirl type ride. Yeah. With a claw over top, I
3: hope. Yeah, it does. It does have a claw. <laughs> I have a claw. And there'll be
4: a restaurant a called Woody's Lunchbox, which is in a giant lunchbox. Yeah.
2: Alright. A big metal tin one or like oh, plastic I with the picture or like the big plastic
4: with a picture of but of Woody on the front because metal in that
2: Florida heat would just no that would be bad.
4: No,
0: it needs the terrible? look. Like, like, no, like no. the square.
2: I still have my old uh plastic lunch pail from the eighties oh. with old school original G one transformers like And the
0: sticker survived?
2: For the most part, well, yeah. Wow. My, I, I hold I use it to hold my little like model paints.
4: My elementary school lunchbox had Dino Mutt and the Blue Falcon
0: on it. I
3: had, <laughs> I had the Muppet Show.
0: I had He Man nice. and then I had Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh <laughs> Nerd. Okay, but yeah.
3: go, I, I apparently have a dirty brain today, but I'm like going back to Woody's lunchbox. I'm like, are they gonna have like Woody's foot long and you can get a hot dog? Cause that would be awesome.
4: No. <laughs> No. <laughs> I bet you they would. The Sponsor of Woody's lunchbox is Babybel cheese. I so there'll be lots baseball. of cheese. Cheese. <laughs> oh, okay, how can I make cheese? So that's dirty? what that's my uh, theme park
0: update. today. Cheese so, is already um, dirty. <laughs> our our listener Dave uh, requested that uh, we share our thoughts on the season ending of Rebels. Uh, unfortunately, Dave, uh, have you seen it Ryan yet? Have you seen the-
2: no because it hasn't aired in Canada yet yeah, because okay. Disney XD Canada hates us
0: <laughs> and I am not caught up that far. Um, uh, what I'm thinking Ryan is once you and I are both caught up, you and I and maybe Jen. We'll sit down and we'll do kind of a mini-review over I it. I haven't seen
3: any of it yet.
0: Even it's better. The first couple episodes. I've
3: seen the first couple episodes only. I saw the first two I don't at remember
4: Fanets, it. though, and that's yeah. all I've
0: seen. But I I had the whole end spoiled for me this morning. Oh, uh, well, but It to was you. one of those things that, like, it wasn't like a, ah, fuck. It was, uh, it was really a, like... Okay, now I really have to see this. Oh, okay. So uh, uh, from all reports, it was a very good ending, but we will uh, we will try and accommodate you a little bit later, Dave, just not right now. Because that's how we roll. Yep. Everything's a little late. <laughs>
2: it's not our fault.
0: Story of our lives. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, so, <laughs> if they don't show it in, in our country, how are we supposed to see
0: it legally? Right. So this week's topic... Um, We've been talking about this for a while, but it seems uh, kind of timely since we talked to, or since we had Michael Jai White on. Um, For those of you who don't know, Michael Jai White was in the film version of Spawn, which, uh, it's okay. He's good in it. He's good in it, yeah. To be honest, I've never
3: seen Spawn.
0: Oh, you should watch it. The, you should watch the cartoon. The cartoon was awesome. The HBO cartoon. Yeah, yeah the HBO cartoon. You yeah.
2: didn't do the voice in that no too. No, it was
0: did he? Uh, Keith David. Oh okay. so
3: was he spawn and spawn? Yes. Oh so I've seen pictures of him as Spawn.
0: We've been talking for a while of talking about superhero movies that are not Marvel and D C because believe it or not, there are a bunch out there. And spread it a little bit further into comic book movies that aren't Marvel and D C, you go even farther. Yeah. So um, we thought we'd talk about some of our favorites and the ones we like and ones we don't As like. As I watched
2: Kevin scroll through this giant list on his phone. Hey, Wikipedia, I found that
0: list
3: too.
4: Wikipedia's list of English language films based on comics.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes,
3: I saw that
4: so
0: too. So did anybody want to go first? I have one. Okay, go for let's it. go with Jen first.
3: Um, my favorite is Josie and the Pussycats. Oh,
0: Really? <laughs> Interesting choice.
3: I love that movie. <laughs>
0: It's, it's, it's awful. I was going to say. It's <laughs> <is>
3: so funny.
0: <laughs> I only remember the part with Seth Green.
3: Oh, that's, where that's his, the funniest part. He's oh, in the it's... boy
0: band and the, it cra- the plane crashes into a Metallica concert or something. And, and they get beaten. And he's like, I thank God every day that I knew all the lyrics to Enter Sandman. or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs>
3: I don't really remember any of the details about it. Hang on, I'll look it up on IMDb, and then I can tell you, like, years and stuff. Oh. (laughs) 2001, it came out in. Really? I thought it was older than that. Well,
0: you look at that cast. That is real. screams early 2000s. Early 2000s, late 90s. yeah, look at that. And some of them them are like,
2: oh, where are they
0: now? Oh, I could have sworn it was like. uh, That's one of those actresses that I'm like, I don't know why she sort of disappeared.
2: The soundtrack is
0: awesome. Shark actually. No, that's Tara Reed.
2: No, I know, but she's in that movie yeah. too.
3: Yeah, Tara Reed is in here too.
0: On a uh, slight, uh, I went to uh, wrestling with both the Eds the other night. How was it? It was okay. But what I want, wanted to mention is there was a Swarm Up restaurant near where the arena was. Okay. Called Swarm Nato.
2: Oh Jesus! I
0: gave I gave them two points for that name. That's, yeah. that's awesome.
2: Did it have like a tornado of shawarma? On
0: yeah, l- we were at the where the parking lot was was at the back of that restaurant's oh, building, so, you so see the it sign. had a, like a letter sign, not on any logos or anything. So
3: yeah, Josie and the Pussycats has. Uh uh, Rachel Lee Cook, Tara Reid, Rosario Dawson. Oh, yeah. that's the one I always forget
0: is in that movie. Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson, Alan
3: Cumming, Parker Posey. Carson. I always
2: just forget about that movie. So, oh,
3: but it's so funny. <laughs> I don't
2: even know if I've actually seen it from start to finish. I don't. I don't think I've seen it.
3: And uh, Paulo Costanzo, who actually grew up in my. Uh, my hometown, and I'm pretty sure, according to Karina, he went to our high school, but I don't remember him. But Karina does, so I, I well, believe. Was her. he
2: in your yearbooks?
3: Maybe. I think he's a year or two older than us.
2: Then um, he should still be in your yearbook. Yeah, but I don't look him up. I could, Is that the um,
0: same guy who was on The Expanse? Um, I, I don't love that know. show.
3: Which one? He was in yeah,
0: that. He didn't make it past like the first season.
3: Oh, yeah, he attended Mayfield Secondary School.
2: Oh, was he the medic that got killed? I want
0: to say so, yeah.
3: He was in Royal Pains. I think I remember... Yeah, okay. Hang on, let me look up his filmography.
2: If he was the medic, yeah. He took a random round from, I think, a railgun that went through the spaceship and through his head, and then kept going through the spaceship.
3: Uh, He was in Royal Pains, which I... Oh, yeah, he was in The Expanse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because you recognized him when we were watching it.
3: Did I watch The Expanse? (laughs) Yes, you (laughs) watched
0: the first couple episodes.
3: Oh.
2: Which I've started watching my season one and season two DVDs or Blu-rays. Oh, I love that show. There's There's so many. I can't wait for uh, season three, which starts in April. I think so, yeah.
0: So Josie and the Pussycats from Jen.
3: Yeah, I really got to re-download the soundtrack.
0: Any particular reason
3: why you liked Josie and the Pussycats? Well, I've always loved Archie. I had so many of those Archie Digest books, like a Mm. crazy number of them. Every time I went to the grocery store, I bought one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always loved Archie. That's why I haven't watched Riverdale, because I'm ru- worried it's going to ruin Archie for me. And it's dark, Archie. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, li- I like goofy, goofy.
2: Oh, this Archie. is dark. I kind of can't wait for dark Sabrina to join them. Yeah. yeah.
3: So anyway, I've always loved Archie. Um, I-, I really like the music. Um, Karina and I uh, always go to these like funny, girly movies together. Like We love Clueless. We love Josie and the Pussycats. Uh Romy and Michelle's high school reunion is yep. our Ugh. movie. Right. <laughs> so it's for me it's it's a it's a friend movie. It reminds me of Karina and our Aww. friendship. And, yeah, and like I said, it's hilarious and has a really good soundtrack. So I haven't I seen quite,
0: it in years.
3: I think I have it on DVD. We should watch it.
0: He might. I don't know. We'll have to take a look through and see. Yeah, that so means Brent doesn't want to watch it. No, no, I don't I honestly, <laughs> I haven't seen the case for it, so it might I, be in the binders. I can honestly say I've never seen it.
3: Ooh, movie night <laughs> right after
4: Superman 3 Oh
3: yeah, we still have to do
0: that <laughs> <laughs> We haven't forgotten dun, folks. It's dun, just dun, our, dun, Kevin's dun, been an actor dun, for dun, the last dun. little while Which hasn't helped scheduling
3: Yeah,
4: Well, it's done now
0: Yeah, like We still have to schedule yep. We can do that
2: Okay, so Ryan, you want to go next? Sure um, I didn't do my homework I was too busy ah, doing my other homework dude. But uh, off the top of my head, I will pick uh, a movie that I do love that's based on comics. Uh, it's, not, it's a newer one, uh, the newer Dread that was I advertised as Dread 3D night. or whatever, yep. which they should never. The thing that ruined that movie as far as why we haven't gotten a sequel is they did not market it properly. They marketed it as yeah. Dread 3D. Ooh, look at all this 3D! Look at the slow motion 3D. Which was 3D, cool. 3D, 3D, 3D. If they would have just marketed it as uh, what's that movie? Um, that Japanese movie. Oh, the raid. The raid as like Judge Dread, but you know, take the raid, but put Judge Dread in it instead. Boom! There you go. It probably would have done a lot better.
0: The thing with Dread that ama- like watching it again is you know how limited of a budget they made it with yep. and, like, how big a scale they made it feel. Oh, yeah. Like, like, it's a real good melding of practical and digital effects where you don't notice the digital as much.
2: And, yeah, it looked great. Mm. Like, the yeah, the slow motion, like the like when they take the drugs and stuff and, like, the color and stuff, which looked, that was really well done.
0: And Carl Urban and Olivia... Uh, tool the 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 woman who played uh anderson sounds good to me uh they just, were they were great they're perfect oh yeah like if you've read the comic at all they're just like dead on yeah
2: and dread's one of those characters that i i've always liked never really read much of just like the the look of the character and the yeah. idea of the character i have read some of the more the newer versions of the comic mm. and uh yeah, no, I just yeah, that's a great. That's one of those movies I can put it on Netflix and you know when you need a movie in the background, and I can I can watch that anytime. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I'm not a fan of dread, honestly, and I, if. If it wasn't for Brent, I probably never would have watched that movie. But even I really enjoyed it. It's one of the movies that I always remember as being a really good example of 3D, the use of 3D. And I know that that maybe killed it because of the marketing. Well, it's but just the way they you know, did such yeah. a good job.
2: Oh no, it, it was it was a beautiful movie, and yeah. the 3D was good. Yeah. yeah, but they shouldn't have just marketed it as yeah. 3D. It's and I like love when Carl Urban, <laughs> he's
3: so good. in Oh, and he's good in it. Yeah, he's good in everything. I wish I I would hope for a sequel too. Like as a non Judge Dread fan, I would really
2: like well, a sequel if
0: as that well. if that Netflix show ever gets up and running.
2: Well, it wasn't necessarily
0: Netflix though, wasn't well, it? Wasn't it uh, just
2: trying to do a streaming? Yeah, button? it sounds
0: like Netflix is the the front runner, but it's I by the rumors I've read, it's coming down to like how much money they want to throw into it. Yeah, I just I hope if
2: they do it that they can bring back Carl Urban as Dread.
0: Well, I think it, it sounds like. He will do it except for the money factor. And even then, I don't think he's expecting a huge paycheck. No. It's more like I'm not doing it for a sandwich. Yeah. Because if I'm doing it for a sandwich, it's going to be garbage. Like, they have to have enough money to get it to a certain level to get my paycheck. Oh, for sure, yeah. know that the show will be good.
2: Yep. And, yeah, you you have to give them that.
0: Yeah. Kevin.
2: Cast mind's back to
4: 1991. I don't know if I can go farther. George far Bush was president. The bare naked The Ladies. first George first Bush. <laughs> George Bush <laughs> were on the the Barenaked Ladies were on the radio. I, and, I miss which the naked
3: Ladies. And
4: a little. <laughs> which
2: which, which, which Barenaked Ladies song? Enid.
3: I love Enid. Enid would never
0: win. Stop it. That's enough dancing anymore. And a little movie came and Wait.
4: went with very little fanfare. And it starred Jennifer Connelly and Billy Campbell.
0: Oh, okay, I know where you're going with this one. it was the
4: Rocketeer, oh, okay, yep, great movie It was a great feel good <laughs> it still movie. holds up. oh, it's so much fun. it is so much fun. Yep. just a guy in his jetpack fighting Nazis
0: <laughs> directed by the guy who would go on to direct Captain America uh-huh
4: Timothy Dalton as the actor who turns out to, to, to be, be a, a Nazi. <laughs> What more could you want? There's like an air show, and there's there's fighting like there's fighting on the wing of a plane, and there's a guy with a jetpack, and that's all you. Need. Alan Arkin and being Alan, Alan Arkin, Arkin <laughs> being his Alan Arkinidius, and uh, being the tinkerer who works on the jetpack. It was just fun, and it, you know after after Batman, people thought superhero movies needed to be dark, and the Rocketeers showed
2: that it, it didn't have to be. Mm. So, the Rocketeer,
4: that's my first pick.
2: Now, did you hear that their, uh, Disney is making a new Rocketeer kids cartoon?
4: Yes, it's going to be on Disney Junior. Yeah. Uh, so, that means it is a little, little kids cartoon.
0: Oh, I see, I didn't realize uh, that it was going that age. Uh, okay. Yeah,
2: and I think it's about a girl. Yeah, it's yeah. a girl, and she's a, a she relative. She's the next one in the family to become... She gets yeah. it, I don't know, as a present on her birthday yeah. or something, It said. Either way, it's getting the Rocketeer brand back into yeah. the world.
0: And I, I, I love the original Dave Stevens comics, the, the couple one-shots he did. Yeah. And IDW has done a good job of putting out the right people on miniseries and stuff like that. So yeah. there was an anthology series that had, like had an Alex Ross cover and it has like, you know, Peter David wrote a story for it and Mark Wade wrote a story for it. And Walt Simonson drew in it. And it's a, it's a character that I love. Just like even the aesthetic. Just how the Rocketeer yeah. just looks yeah. is just
4: oh, yeah. awesome. There is a small tribute to that movie at Walt Disney World. Really? Because it was a Disney film. Yeah. Or Hollywood Pictures, I think, one of those. Uh, so there is, a, there is a little stand that sells frozen Coke that's called PV's Polar Freezes. And oh. the Rocket Pack is in the background if you know where to look. Oh, oh nice. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> so um my cousin who used to work for Disney um got had the connections to do like the the back imagineering tours where they like he and like whoever whichever exec or whatever would go through and they yeah. would look at all the cool stuff they that they store there. And I don't know if it's still there, but for a time they had the Rocketeer helmet. Oh, yeah. Back there. Yeah. So he, like, there's a photo of it. He's, he showed me it. He's like, okay, so I can't post this, but he showed me it. it was like, it was a picture of him wearing the helmet. <laughs> Apparently, it fit his bucket okay. I don't think I could get into <laughs> it. Though. Um, yeah, that's a good choice. I love Thank The Rocketeer. You. And not that any of them have been bad, but The Rocketeer is just one of those movies that I just absolutely love.
3: So with the Rocketeer being picked and Judge and Dread being picked, what's left
0: Oh for uh, Brent? Weirdly, I am going in a similar vein to Kevin. I am taking it old school. Uh, yeah, in fact, it's not quite a comic book; it's a comic strip. But oh, it has been you a say, comic you break book. You
2: breaking your own rules? Yeah, a
0: little bit. I'm going with Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy. Oh, okay, uh, that's a good movie. That's I a, have not seen that in forever. It is a movie that um, it came out around the same time, like nineteen ninety, just a year
2: after, right? after Batman. Oh, was it, yeah. so ninety-two? Really? Batman was eighty-nine. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Ninety-one was Rocketeer. That's why it yeah. was
0: in my head. And it is the antithesis of Batman in almost every way. It is a, a classic, and it's not. I love Tim Burton's Batman. I'm not one of those people who hate on it. I really oh, yeah, like not, it but Dick Tracy is the opposite of that in all the right ways. It is bright and colorful and over the top over characters, the top musical numbers uh-huh. and it and it weirdly stays very very true to the comic book and comic strip roots of that character. Mm-hmm. The ridiculous mobsters are incredibly ridiculous, yeah. played by like all of Warren Beatty's A-lister buddies, as, uh, big boy Al Pacino is the main bad guy. Oh, no, no. It.
4: Dustin Hoffman plays Mumbles. I'm Mumbles. Yeah. William Forsyth
0: is running. in it. Um, James Kahn is in it for a couple of minutes. Uh, Paul Servino is one of the mobsters. He's uh, Lips Manless. And like the, And Madonna is in Breathless it. Ressless Mahoney. Back when, like, that was, like, arguably at one of the heights of her career. Oh, like, no. one, oh, of, yeah. the, one of her peaks. Like, yeah. she's had a couple of them, but that was definitely at the... You know when that was she had a, like a
4: virgin peak.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's just it's so good. And there, like, there was a period where that movie got shat on a lot. I think it's because it didn't do as well as they expected it to do.
4: I but, went to a midnight screening sneak preview. Did of you have T-C, the T-shirt where you had to buy the T-shirt
0: with the ticket on? Yeah,
4: because tickets, movie tickets back then were like six dollars. I yeah. want to say, and I had to pay. I think Because you had to buy the t-shirt And the t-shirt had a ticket Printed on it It said admit one Dick Tracy Oh that's (laughs) awesome
0: Yeah Jason Nagels Was the one kid I knew Who went and did it Because he convinced his parents To let him But it was It's one of those movies That I really think Kids and Well Kids People should take a look back on because I think it's a, it's one of the forgotten ones. Yeah, there's a whole realm of like there are some shitty superhero movies in the that period, like from ninety to two thousand when well before X Men basically.
4: Well, again, but
0: there's a lot of good ones that are, that it's just people have completely forgotten about Rocketeers like that to a certain extent too.
4: Again, Disney has a hand in this one, too, right? This was also a Disney yeah. film. And Disney banked a lot on that movie.
0: Through Touchstone? Was that who I'm they ended sure. up producing it through?
4: But um, so the Hollywood Studios Park was Disney MGM Studios back then. It yeah. had just opened. It opened in 89. And they were banking on Dick Tracy to be such a huge hit that they were going to build an entire Dick Tracy land. Oh, you wow. can see concept art for Dick Tracy rides. And and a whole Dick Tracy themed wow. area for the park. I didn't the theme know that park. at all. Yeah. Yeah. So there was like a like before before Dark Ride shoot 'em ups became a real big thing, mm. they had plans for a Dick Tracy Dark Ride shoot 'em up that was gonna go into Walt Disney World. But <sighs> the movie didn't do as well as Disney wanted yeah, it to I do. Think, I, think I want an, an
2: official back Dick back Tracy movie. Fedora. That's what I want. What I want
0: <laughs> is somebody make me an iWatch... Like or like an affordable watch that connects with my cell phone that I can take calls on that looks like the Dick Tracy watch. Yeah, yep. there it. They have one. There's a company that's right now making replicas of that watch that are like high class timepieces and way beyond what I would right. be willing to spend. Give me a two hundred dollar iWatch of that thing, and I will buy that. Sticker.
2: I'm surprised there's not a Bluetooth one like those yeah. uh, Star Trek communicators. So I you have just
0: a weird feeling it's got something to do with the rights of Dick Tracy. There always it. seems to be arguments about who's got rights to what. That's you, why we never could, saw a sequel. You to You couldn't it. just
4: get a Dick Tracy um, facade for an Apple Watch because you can you know you can put different faces on. Yeah,
0: Apple maybe watch. or.
2: You get one of those Star Trek little communicator things. You take your your little Dick Tracy watch that I know you already have. Yes. I
0: bought bought one at a toy show for $2.
2: (laughs) You take apart the communicator and you put the communication part into the watch. Mm -hmm. Boom. There you go.
0: Yeah. But. It's a, it's one of those things, like, I always wondered why why a cell phone company never made the, yeah. the original Star Trek communicator into a cell phone. Yeah. You can buy, now, Bluetooth handsets that are kind of like that, but I'm like, why didn't anybody ever make a replica?
2: Licensing, probably.
0: License, yeah. Maybe it was just too expensive to
2: do. Maybe they thought, oh, no one would want to buy that. Except everyone would have yeah. bought that. Yeah.
0: Trekkies will buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> They're, like, second probably to Kiss fans. Yeah. <laughs> if you make it and put Star Trek on it, you're guaranteed to probably at least, like, break even, if not make a profit.
4: May I remind you there were Star Wars oranges this year?
0: Yeah,
3: We yep. keep buying the Star Wars bananas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, I just buy bananas and Star Wars happens to <laughs> Now,
2: of all the properties that you always hear reboots and refreshes and... Somebody wanting to remake RoboCop, or somebody's remaking this or that. Yeah, you never hear that about Dick Tracy.
0: I think Dick the,
4: Tracy It's a rights
0: issue for one. Well,
4: I also think it's a it's. Dick Tracy's not in the public consciousness anymore. Yeah, no. it was it was the hugest thing in the Sunday funnies in the fifties and sixties. Right, people people bought the paper just to see where the Dick Tracy strip went. And now that newspapers aren't really a thing anymore, even when I was a kid, Dick Tracy was never. No, it's
0: not like you really had much of a cartoon series no. or anything. It's
4: there was a Dick Tracy cartoon series.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: in the early seventies. Uh, but it wasn't good. Mm. I just think it would be a perfect property to come back now as a Netflix or a streaming series. You know, 10 episodes at a time. Yeah. You can uh, make a good mystery. Even if you don't go as over the top as that movie was. Mm. Like, so you just kind of make it more of your hard-boiled, you know, 50s style. Yeah. You know, gumshoe mystery. Like, you know, detective story, and you use those characters. Yeah. And Un-
0: unfortunately, I know the film rights are like one of those nightmares. Oh, thing. I bet. So I don't know all the details, but basically, it comes down to um, Disney and Warren Beatty, and I think King? there's a third Is it party King in there. Features, yeah, have a dispute of how much of the film rights who owns what, right. and it's one of those things that like. Every once in a while two of them get together and are like, Okay, we we're ready to do something and then the third party goes,
2: Fuck you guys,
4: yeah. no Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and that's exactly what a Dick Tracy villain Bill sounds like. Yes, it is. <laughs>
0: But like nah. and and like, but it rotates, right? Like some years it's like Warren Beatty and Disney make up, and then it's King King Syndicate goes no, and then other years it's King Syndicate and Disney are like we want to make this, and Warren Beatty's like not without me, you don't. It's so. Is it, I read uh, about it not too long ago, and it's mm. one of those like things that like it would never happen today with rights, or right. very, very rarely because right. lawyers really check out for that bullshit now. But well,
2: like the old Batman, the old uh, Batman series, yeah, and
0: that's that's an well, that's a, also a different story. <laughs> but um, does anybody else have? Do you have any other bonus suggestions before we go?
2: Remember, I didn't do my homework, so yeah, don't look at
0: you. Yeah, okay, go uh, ahead.
4: I would like to recommend Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, that's a. That's I definitely a good enjoyed
4: one. that movie a lot. That was an that was a movie that got a lot of hype in fan circles, but the a lot of internet hype. hype, a lot of internet hype,
0: mm.
2: huge at Comic Con that year. But yeah, but the general public didn't know what to make of it. That didn't translate into
0: to movie sales. It was Go did it come out the same year Sucker Punch did? I don't know because it's a it, it that's a weird Sucker movie. Punch that was going to be
3: my next one.
0: That's not based on anything. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> nope. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> um it and Sucker Punch are the ones that are like got huge over at Comic Con, and then at box office just went that and, like snakes yeah. on a plane.
3: But I I watched Sucker Punch. I got it out of the library, and I was watching it by myself. And I was on Facebook at the time. And twenty minutes into it, I put on Facebook, "I'm twenty minutes into Sucker Punch, and I have no fucking clue what's going
2: on." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much. How that and movie a friend works. of
3: mine was like, "Just keep watching, it'll make sense." And I'm like, "All right." It's one of those movies that it's it's visually fun to watch yep. but the plot doesn't really click until the very very end. Well, and with, it's
0: got a dedicated cult following. Oh yeah. Like it was you still movie. you still see cosplayers as the and what, another, that's the, another Baby doll, is yeah. that yeah. well,
2: the as the whole crew yeah. of them.
4: Yeah. With with Scott Pilgrim, I had read the comics before the movie and kept thinking cuz it was it's such a comics piece, mm. right? It's it's comics and video and games And Toronto-centric. And it's so Toronto-centric. I'm like how are they going to turn this into a movie? And they did it. They pulled it off. Oh yeah, yeah. they
3: did a superb job.
4: I love um, Chris um, Evans in that movie. <laughs> yeah, as the, the vegan. pompous vegan
2: actor, the with,
3: seventh uh, level. Vegan oh, so
2: funny! It's, it's just big, Thomas Jane's. Is he the cop that shows no, up? No, not Chris Evans. Um, yeah, Chris Evans. Not Chris He's Evans. not no, no. A vegan.
0: No, it's not. Chris uh, Evans uh, is
2: the. Chris oh, no, Evans is the skateboarder. Roar. Yeah,
3: yeah. Sorry, oh, it's Brandon
0: Brandon uh, Rouse is, is the vegan. Sorry, that was. They're both in there. Yeah,
4: it's got a great cast. It shows off Toronto, which I love. That a the guy from Toronto, but a guy, from England, a guy like. from England comes in and hires a bunch of American actors to make a movie that highlights Toronto. But yeah. whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah, still awesome. I love the I love the fight scene at Casaloma, and you know Casaloma not being anything else, not being the X Mansion yep. or anything. It's being Casaloma, but it
2: was a movie set
4: yes. in the movie. Yes, they yeah. were making a movie at Casaloma,
0: and there's little side things too that le- are like hidden in there, like for kind of Canadian pride, like uh, what's the the fake band that the vegan guy's in? Uh, Clash at Demon Head. Yeah. So the music of that, that's metric.
1: Mm. And oh, is like
0: it? yeah, they yeah. it's one of those weird things that apparently the music supervision on set, like the the guy who taught everybody to like how to look like they were playing instruments and stuff like that, was one of the guys from Sloan. Oh, but the soundtrack I think was put together by like the guy who produces all Radiohead's albums which huh. is kind of weird. I just
2: remember one of my cousins is in the audience for the concert scenes in a few of the different uh, Oh yeah. Yeah, he was living in Toronto at the time oh, and nice. was down in the season in a few I don't know if I've ever actually seen them, but I remember film that at photos and at the Horseshoe
0: uh, no, the, it's a, they use a warehouse space down on the the lakefront oh, for I the, the really big a, one.
2: I thought
4: there was a scene in one of the big Toronto clubs, though. It might be the
0: the club scene Danforth with the Music Hall or, yeah, or, maybe with Clash at Demonhead. That's something we should do. Is we should do a uh, a tour if we we can get a movie video locations. camera. Do well, do the Scott Pilgrim tour because yeah. there's enough of them around. We
3: have cell phones. They I
4: have,
0: have
3: cameras. cameras. I
4: have a video
2: camera.
3: Or Kevin has a video game. We
0: all do. What's well, just having enough memory to get it eh, is more. Of the thing. That's
2: why we have four of them. We all have. Yeah, phones.
0: that's another good one. I I also really like. Uh, I like the Shadow. Alec yeah. Baldwin's the Shadow. It's the right amount of oh, cheese. Oh yeah, that's with, another good one. With the like with a cast that is so beyond Alec Baldwin, you have John Lone, who was a pretty solid actor. Ian McKellen's in it, like in one of his first American films. Tim Curry's in it. It's just, eh, it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. So, the, the, there's some ideas for if you're looking for something not Marvel and DC and comic book related. There, there, there's a couple right there. If you want to go a little bit further, well, I guess it's technically DC, but Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition That's is a on fantastic my Film
4: V for Vendetta.
3: Yeah. Uh, From Hell. Oh, yeah, V for Vendetta.
0: From Hell. To, uh, I I like the movie, don't get me wrong, but it's not the book. Yeah. It's one of those things that like that I like both of them equally. They're two completely different things in my head. <laughs> I
4: would put Akira on my list.
0: Yeah, that actually was my, one of my runner-up choices. So
4: i'm getting all my extra pics in here you guys could jump in anytime <laughs>
2: i didn't look at the list
3: oh uh, i was just gonna say um serena was asking me if the littlest hobo counts as a superhero um,
0: and this was, it was her... never published as a comic book
3: yes that's what i said i said
2: but littlest hobo said... is actually a ghost he's a roaming spirit looking <laughs> for revenge
4: <laughs> looking of a German what shepherd. What about um, King's no, it's taking me.
2: the form of a German shepherd?
4: Oh yeah, I guess. Well, or Red.
0: Yeah, Kingsman. I do enjoy Red, Kingsman. Red hey, one where hey, I love the movie. It's got nothing to do with. Same the with the comic. Hey, so. yeah.
2: Brett, we should buy like Red on DVD. How many times? How many times have you guys Wanted. bought Red now? <laughs> Wanted. It's a uh, great. That's a great one too. The comic is way different. Yeah. I like the comic way more. I bought the trade. It's. It's got the curving bullets, and it's got the...
0: The character names, I think. Character names, but
2: it's in the comic, it's... The comic book is from a world where there were superheroes and supervillains, and the supervillains won, and they made the world forget about the superheroes, and they either killed off the superheroes or turned them into, like, janitors and ice cream men or shit like that. It was
0: also a book where they were definitely gunning for a movie... Oh yeah, they were
2: using all real the likenesses. Char- yeah,
0: all the main characters look like real people. Like the main character uh, Wesley, yeah, is that what his name? He's drawn like Eminem. He's Eminem. the The main female character, the one Angelina Jolie plays in the movie, was Halle Berry. Yep. Like they were they were gunning for like. Here you go, Hollywood. We've even casted it. Yeah. Now
2: there are parts in the comic that you could just not really do in a movie. Like there's a sequence where you know because they're the supervillains and they got this, they can do whatever they want and they're covered. It's like you know, they can. There's a sequence where they literally go and rape like Hollywood starlets. They yeah. don't show that. Thankfully, well, it's, it's just disgust. But it's like, yeah, you can't
0: put. That Mark Muller doesn't know when to really hold back. Sometimes. No.
2: What about the losers?
0: Oh, that's, that's DC, a good one, but it is but DC. It is really good, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, oh, I'm surprised uh, see, Brent I th- didn't th- pick that well, one. Well, I thought about it, but I'm like, uh, that's one everybody's seen, and everybody's going to expect me to. Two <laughs> on, on the nose.
4: I'm not uh, doing when you said expected. you were going to pick one based on a comic strip. My mind didn't go to Dick Tracy first, really? Garfield. Starfield. Went to Adam's Family. Oh,
0: oh yeah. Was that good. a comic first? It Adam's was a family? comic strip. They so were one panel uh, comics. Yeah, kind of like uh, Family Circus side. Okay. No, more the more fart like the grim humor that you oh, kind of okay. get in Adam's family, and we're talking Adam's family, the movies humor because the the TV show, while funny, went more of a wacky direction with it, whereas mm. the the movie got some of the a little bit of the gallows humor that the the comic strip had. Yeah, that's a good one. Also a really good pinball machine.
4: And when I was going through the Wikipedia list, one came up that I didn't realize was based on a comic that I saw on TV Ontario years ago. It was Ooh. an animated movie called When the Wind Blows. Do you know this movie? No. <laughs> it's about an old an, uh, a senior citizen couple who are living in their little cottage in the north of England, and there's been a nuclear war. And they have survived the initial blast, and it's really sad because they all they both start dying of radiation poisoning. Oh, God. And they don't realize that that – and they just keep think, knowing that the emergency services are going to come any moment, and they're – like, her hair starts – oh, it was tra- – it's tragic. It was made in oh, 1986. No, thanks. And it's, uh, it's, it's an animated
2: film based on a graphic novel. Okay, oh, I can't sad. remember the name. I watched it once with some friends. There's a, an anime – where it's more or less one of those stories. that follows just two Grave brothers. Grave the Fireflies. The Fireflies. Oh yeah, sure, that's the it. two brothers and yeah. Oh my sad god! Oh, that's so so it, and,
0: it's so sad. So
2: sad. I don't know. It's fucking long.
0: <laughs> it, it can be.
2: I watched. Speaking I say, of, "Oh, I will." Uh, no, don't make me ever watch that again.
3: Speaking of Japanese and really long,
2: that was Rihanna's fault.
3: Found, The Sailor Moon musical that's three hours long. Yeah. It's going to be playing at Cineplex Berry.
0: You and Serena have fun with that. (laughs) Or you and Tracy. It's two hours
3: and 45 minutes long.
0: Uh,
3: (gasps) Oh my God, I want to go see it. The
4: soundtrack of When the Wind Blows features music by David Bowie, who performed the title song. Roger Waters, Genesis, Squeeze, Hugh Cornwell, and Paul Hardcastle. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a 1986 animated film.
0: I'll have to check that one out. Uh, if you can find it, so
4: anywhere. sad.
0: So is Grave of the Fireflies, dude. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so uh, Dan and watch- I joke back and forth. It's like whenever he's like, "Ah, it's a sad movie." Yeah, but is it Grave of the Fireflies? sad? <laughs> Nothing is that sad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah if you go into watch cartoon,
0: there, if you go into anime, uh-huh. there's so many choices. Too. Oh my
3: god, did anybody see the Revolutionary Girl Utna movie?
0: No, no. That
3: was, I think, the first anime movie that I've actually that I've seen. And Revolutionary Girl Utna is wacky to begin with. Mm. I have the, the manga's only five volumes, but the anime is like 200 and something episodes. I've oh, never geez. actually watched the whole thing. It's beautiful. Again, really good soundtrack. I apparently pick comic book movies with really good soundtracks. Mm. Um, and it, it the reason that it's weird is because it goes along like a normal anime and it's all fun and good. And then it's about, um, it's a weird plot, but it's about. Uh, there's like a, an, in a private school, it's been a while since I've seen it, and there's a duel to the death, or not to the death. Those there's are the best a, kind of there's duels. There's a duel to win the heart of the princess. Oh, and mm. Utna, who's female, decides that she doesn't want to be the princess. She wants to be the prince, so she starts into, gets into the competition to win the princess, uh, whose name is Anthe. I can't remember. Anyway, so the thing that makes it totally bizarre is that, like, the end of the movie, the, the castle school thing collapses. And they turn into a car. Utna <laughs> turns into a car. And is just, or Anthony turns into a car. One of them turns into a car and they just like drive off into the sunset. That's the end of the movie. Ah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's a Japanese ending. It's, yeah.
2: it's a really
3: good Transform
0: movie. and roll out.
3: Until that point where you're just like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can explain the end of that movie for me. Please, please tell me. <laughs> I've never been able to figure it out.
0: So, hopefully that will give you some new viewing choices the next time you want to watch something a little different than superheroes and don't want to see Batman or Spider-Man or any of the characters that you get to see lots of. Which brings us to the end of the episode, and the end of the episode brings us to Geek Picks. Geek Picks! So, do you have anything left now, Kevin? I do. I've got something
4: new. An interesting and kind of exciting that you've probably never heard of, which is good. So I was um, scrolling through Netflix categories the other day and was just going through what they have classified as television science fiction, Mm -hmm. and I stumbled across this program called El Ministerio del Tiempo, which translates from the Spanish as The Ministry of Time. It is a Spanish... Uh, a Spanish fantasy show that is set in modern Madrid and uh, it is about this secret Spanish government department that has control of this. There's this tunnel that goes down under the city and there's a spiral staircase that goes down through this shaft and at various levels down there are doors and each door is a door through time. And, another time period is on the other side of the door. So um, this agency has been set up to stop people because there are these random doors that the the ministry doesn't have control of. And so there are random doors that can just open from one time period to another and people come through. And this, this ministry's job is to stop these people from coming through and changing history. It's really fascinating.
3: Sorry, was this a book? It's a
4: Netflix television series. Spanish. It's a Netflix. Spanish Netflix television series. It it's ran Spanish for two Doctor years who? on Spanish television. Okay. Spanish and Netflix, Torchwood. Netflix has picked it up for a third season. It is in Spanish with English subtitles. It's really cool. And that you get to really learn about Spanish history, right? <laughs> so there's this, um, the team, the sort of core team. I've only watched the first episode so far. And the core team is a... Um, A paramedic from the year 2015 who's depressed because his wife was killed in a car accident and he couldn't save her. The first woman who was a university student in Barcelona from 1890 and a guy who they rescued from the Spanish Inquisition. (laughs) He was a soldier and he was going to be tortured and killed by the Spanish Inquisition. And uh, the, the the plot of the first episode uh, are these two guys from Napoleon's army have found a door and they come to 2015 to, to get information about the Spanish War for Independence from Spain and they, they just walk into like a chapters type bookstore and take a book off the shelf and then uh, kill a cop and take his gun and... That go back to 1805 with this book and all the information about how the Spanish won the war, huh. and uh, and so it's the it's our team's job to um, to stop these kinds of people. Now they've set up a plot line in the first episode where we know there are ex-ministry agents who are working against the agency now and uh, but it's really cool. Hmm. It's called so it's it's listed as the Ministry of Time on Netflix.
3: Oh, okay. I should look that up.
4: Two seasons made by Spanish television and the third funded by Netflix.
0: Okay.
3: Cool.
2: Nice. Uh, mine's not as 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 geeky. But it's, wrong
3: podcast. Get
2: out. No, but it's a different kind of. <laughs> I uh, I I recently started downloading and watching um, the first season. I guess it only had one season. Uh, Nightfall. Have you heard of that show? That series. No? It is a. It was on. Um, was it on Showcase? I think it was on Showcase. Uh, it was on. It was on TV.
4: It's a Canadian show. Uh,
2: no. Oh. Uh, it is a TV series, action adventure drama. That uh, a look at the final days of the Knights Templar During the 14th century Ooh. So it takes place in That's 14th cute. century France uh, With the Knights Templar The search for the Holy Grail There's, there's all these um, The one, you know, the, the guy who, The main character is uh, He's doing the queen uh, He's best friends with the king So it's oops uh, <laughs> That doesn't work out so well for him in the end uh, the Pope comes to town. There's the Pope, you know, yeah, it's Is that a, what the episode's called. The Pope comes to town, he has to come a couple times. Uh, I wasn't so sure about it, but I thought, you know, I like those kind of like you know, guys with swords, you know, dueling type of you know, three musketeers type time period shows mm. and movies. And so I started watching it, and uh, yeah, you no, know, I got hooked, it was pretty good. Was on the History Channel in that's, the states. Sorry, that's it was on History Channel here too. That's what it was, and it also that's why yes, because it also hooked into my fascination and secret love of uh, the Curse of Oak
0: Island TV it's show. On around the same time period, like the one's on after the other. Uh, well, no, but
2: you see advertisements for both. It's on the oh, same channel. Uh, and we talk about the Templars all the time on Oak. Island. Well, because that's some one of the big theories is that potentially the Holy Grail is buried in the money pit or in you know in the the secret thing under oak island
3: didn't we watch a episode of the tra- of travel man where they saw the holy grail where did they go they were in spain i think
0: yeah uh, I Lisbon, don't.
3: Lisbon, yeah. Holy girl, is Lisbon. Jeremy
4: Renner on the show or is he just a producer? I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Jeremy Renner, no. He's Says not in in 2016, History announced it he picked up Nightfall for a 10 episode straight to series, executive produced and lightly, likely likely <laughs> guest starring Jeremy Renner.
2: Jeremy Renner was not in there, and if he was, then I did not recognize him. He's under <laughs> a helmet. Maybe he
0: did the the, the stormtrooper. Storm yeah. Yeah. Cool. Ah, actually, yeah. that sounds pretty good too. Yeah. Jen?
3: So my geek pick, I already kind of mentioned. It's the book uh, called Leia, Princess of Alderaan by Claudia Gray. It's one of the prequel books that says On the Road to the Last Jedi. Um, It has to do with, like I said, it has to do with Leia on Alderaan, um, learning about her parents' involvement in the rebellion, the very beginnings of the rebellion. So she's 16. She's just doing this trial that there's three trials on alderaan to become the heir the crown princess so she's doing these three trials and she's been noticing that her parents have been more distant from her and not really throwing a lot of parties and and, you know not really engaging with her so she being leia looks into it and uh discovers the rebellion which is pretty awesome um the only tie-in that it really has to the last jedi besides they end up on um very briefly on that uh, salt planet. Crate. Crate. Uh, Is that it's the introduction of her friendship with, uh, who will become Admiral Holdo. Holdo. Uh, Is she Admiral Holdo? General Holdo? I can't remember. General General. General. Lurider. Lurider. Purple hair. Purple hair, yeah. So um, in this book, it's the beginning of their friendship, how they meet and how they become friends. And uh, 16-year-old Holdo is, her name is Amelyn.
2: So are they supposed to be the same age? Yeah. She I does so. not look the same age as Leia in yeah. that or, movie. Well, or
3: maybe she's a little bit younger, okay. but they're... Um,
0: different planets, different, different t- aging. Yeah. Let's go pain on Lordeern's planet. <laughs> because science. I feel bad saying that due to Carrie yeah. Fisher, foot <laughs> Yeah.
3: That but anyway, so I
0: karma
2: for Brent. Yeah, the way that they I presented
3: apologize. uh, Haldo is that she's like Luna Lovegood, if anybody has read Harry
2: Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, she's no. what's this Harry Potter you speak of?
3: <laughs> she's kind of loopy. <laughs> you almost made Kevin do a spin <laughs> take. That's awesome. <laughs> Especially since that's not Gavin. I said Kevin. Are you
2: sure? Yeah. I thought yeah. I heard yeah. Gavin. I'm sure we okay. can
3: listen to it. We are recording. no,
2: we can't. Sorry,
3: right <laughs> back. Uh, anyway, It's so past my
2: bedtime, isn't it?
3: She's like a, a Luna Lovegood character where she's really kind of, she comes off as really ditzy and, and she talks in strange anecdotes and riddles and, you know, there's a, many, a couple of sentences where Leia is learning how to speak Holdo, which is kind of funny. Um, but it's a really good book and it goes through, it's very YA, it goes through her first romance and mm. and how she...
2: Was she a nerf herder? or no, wookie?
3: No. <laughs> Um, No, another Alderaan And that's the other thing Is that there's a lot of of scenes on Alderaan And it's really bittersweet Because you're reading it the whole time Knowing that the planet's going to (laughs) go
2: And you're going to die And you're going to die And
3: and so, you know, they talk about the history of Alderaan And the beauty of the city of Aldera And, you know, the whole time You're like, oh, it's going to go explodey Stupid Tarkin (laughs) So anyway, that's my geek pick You should read it
0: I'm going to next. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm going to do uh, two geek picks. What? One is uh, in honor of our uh, of our guest from our special episode. I'm going with Black Dynamite.
2: Ah, oh, good pick. Oh, Black
0: yeah. Dynamite is um, it was a movie that came out that got in geek circles, kind of got a little bit of praise. Then it hit DVD, and somebody recommended it to me, so I picked it up and I watched it. I laughed my ass off, mm-hmm. and then I started preaching the goodness that was Black Dynamite. I it's, think
2: Ed recommended it; gave me his, it was, his did copy. Did you see it before or after Snowhawk?
0: Ed and I, I think we kind of saw it at the same time through different channels. Like I, I think it was. I, to be fair, I think it was Pete De was the one who may have suggested it to both of mm, that us. That makes sense. Um, but it's. It takes on black exploitation and action movies, but does it in such an honest, authentic way. Um, it reminds me of the first Naked Gun in a lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. the the slapstick gags just hit on all levels, and then there's other ones that like there's these like <laughs> okay, so uh, you know Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, famous mm-hmm. place in Los Angeles. In uh, Black Dynamite, they go to Roscoe's Chili and Donuts because they were tra- <laughs> when they were writing the script, they were trying to figure out what the natural progression to chicken and waffles would be because you got to fail a couple times right. first before right you, yeah. before you get to it. <laughs> and there's one part where they um, the waitress at this other restaurant, and you see Roscoe sitting there in the background just mentions, like, all we got is fried chicken from last night and some waffles from this morning. And Roscoe's like, that's it! And runs out of the restaurant. <laughs> and like, it's just, there's little moments like that. It's when the donut mascot in front of uh, Roscoe's tries to kill Black Dynamite, and he shoots him. And, like, how'd you know he was he was the bad guy? Real donuts don't wear alligator shoes. <laughs> it's and like little things like the they don't put on one of the actors forgets to put on the parking brake on a car when they they stop it so it kind of rolls a little bit out of frame and shit like that it's fantastic fun movie i highly suggest everybody check it out if mm-hmm. you haven't already i need to watch that again and uh for my my other pick i'm going with the comic book of doctor strange um, mm. New one or which one? The current run. Okay, yeah. Um, I've been reading it since uh, Jason Aaron's relaunch, which was right around the time that the movie came out. And Jason Aaron has since left the book, which I was like, eh, I don't know. It's but mm, excuse me the uh, the current storyline is called Damnation, and it's spewing off into another a, a couple other books with some of the other supernatural-powered characters. And basically what happened was during, what was it, Secret Empire? Yep. Las Vegas got leveled. It, it was just absolutely destroyed. So in Strange has his magic back, decides that, well, you know what, I'm going to fix Vegas, and brings it back with his magic. Unfortunately, when Vegas got leveled, it went into Mephisto's realm, uh-huh. which is for all in inter- all So it's literally since yeah. So Mephisto comes back with it and the and the superheroes who were there when Strange brought it back are all slowly being possessed, including Thor. And the last issue was uh now
2: Thor or Odin's son?
0: Oh Thor. Uh Jane Foster. Okay. That's why yeah. so uh there's a card game between Mephisto and Strange For Las Vegas, and if Mephisto wins, gets Strange's soul. Strange cheats and gets caught. Oh, and so they bring him in the back room, like casino style. And instead of like some like regular leg breaker going to break his legs, out comes like possessed Thor and smashes him in the knees with with Mjolnir. Mew mew. Yeah, Mew-mew. and, it's, and ouch, I have no ouch. idea where they're going from this. Uh, I know they're going to do when that. What's the new Marvel initiative being called? Marvel Classic, Marvel Now, uh, Marvel, Fresh Start, Marvel, Marvel Fresh, fresh start. start. I think. It's yeah, Doctor Strange out. is going to end up in space apparently. Yes, I've right seen pictures of that with space. him with a bubble over his head. Yeah. So I don't know how they get from <clears throat> this there point to there. there, but I'm really like. It's the first crossover in a while that I went into Big B and like, okay, put me down for all the books on it. You want an issue of Iron Fist? I'm like, yeah. I want to know all the chapters of this story. I'm, I'm that invested in it. And the last time that happened was the Guardians New X-Men crossover. Okay. Uh, Black Mirror, I think? Or, no, Trial of Jean Grey.
2: Well, I don't know which one because there was both of those. Yeah, where... I,
0: mean, I think it was Trial of... Jean Grey was the one that I brought bought all the, the various parts. Which
2: too. wasn't that much. It was just New X-Men and Guardians.
0: Yeah, but that's a lot for me because I yeah. fucking hate crossovers. Oh okay, You want to talk reason. about
2: crossovers and doing buying them all for one time. I, I loved Planet Hulk so much. Like I bought the trade and read it and thought it was great that yeah. when that World War Hulk came out, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I also had a bunch of built-up credit from doing some work for the store. And I was like, I want it all. I want every miniseries every time because then that one in it trader was, and floppy in floppy oh, okay, and some of those were pretty big misses. Some of them were pretty interesting. Some of them I think you can make a couple bucks off of just for the covers. Like the cover for, um, what's the Misty Night? Um, oh, he was Heroes for hire. There's a cover for the issue from that run where it's like very much your like anime style cartooning with, like, tentacles and stuff like this and people tied up that I think goes for a couple bucks now. Yeah. But uh, most of those stories and even that whole World War Hulk story itself are pretty forgettable.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, um, because Gavin's keeping track, I also need to add Squirrel Girl as my geek pick. Oh, we almost missed it. Almost almost missed it. Under the wire, the wire. Under the wire. So, Gavin, make sure you add that, that I remember to say Squirrel Girl. Read it, love it, live it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, so that's it for this week's episode uh, We will be back next week Or in two weeks from now With another episode uh, We don't know what the topic is it, Sometimes we I'm do I'm sure we'll come we up don't. with something uh, And then Geez Does it time out that Not the next episode But two episodes from now Are we starting to get into Infinity territory well, uh, next one
2: should see. be right after Toronto Comic Con.
0: Oh yes. Oh, we should mention right? that we are all going to Toronto Comic Con. Um,
2: maybe in theory,
0: we're. Go- uh, it's well, Jen and, Jen, Kevin and I are going. At, uh, I'm going to be there uh, Saturday and Sunday. I'll
4: probably go Saturday.
0: Uh, Kevin's probably going Saturday. Jen's probably going to go Saturday, maybe Sunday. Um, Ryan, is I'm a maybe got, on Sunday. Uh, Ryan has other commitments. I'm gonna go play paintball
2: to on Saturday. I'm gonna go to Frosty's Revenge shoot some paintball at my friends
0: I, in the I snow to, I have to buy beer for a, a comic book writer <laughs> <that> I know
3: <laughs> I, I'm gonna go until I get peopled out and then I'm gonna go find some place to hide
0: there you go <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I will be I've been told uh, I'm hosting panels and sketch tools don't know what but uh, that uh, that will, what, information will be for once we see a schedule
4: we should try to arrange a meetup. maybe
0: yeah maybe um, I don't know uh, who if the people are interested in Everybody that. Everybody
3: swarm Brent's panels.
0: Yeah, definitely come out to the, to my panels and like. I'm gonna go me. to the sketch duel. I
3: like sketch duels. I, duel. I, Those
0: have, are I fun. have pitched uh for a rematch sketch duel. I don't know if they'll let me do it or if they're going to do it. Depends on scheduling, but I hope so because I did the these three particular guys I had on a sketch duel last year and it was hilarious and it was good. Mm-hmm. So I have and they all happen to be there this year again, so I'm pitching that we, we do a rematch, but uh, we shall see. So uh, look for us at Toronto Comic-Con. Um, we will be around. Uh, I will tr- we will try and post on uh, the Facebook and Twitter pages where you can find us at various points for the day. And in the meantime, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. So uh, thank you for listening and stuff.
2: Yeah, always feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. If you have any show ideas, tell them to us. We probably will use them.
0: We're we're always open. Kind of like a (laughs) 7-Eleven. Yep. But robbed much less.
2: I was trying to think of an inappropriate joke, but I just haven't had that much to drink yet. (laughs) Yet. You've only been drinking pop
3: set
0: your phasers to sexy you've been listening to the true north nerds recorded at the utility cupcake research kitchen reach the nerds on twitter at true north nerds on facebook under surprise true north nerds and you can reach them by email at true north nerds at gmail.com If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it.
1: So set your phasers to sexy.